Have you ever wondered about the passage in the Bible concerning a government restricting the population so that you cannot buy or sell unless you have a particular mark? China's move towards a cashless society may be the answer. The Chinese Communist Party is now rolling out the nation's new digital currency through the Central Bank of China. This technology allows unprecedented government access and control of the nation's 1.4 billion people. Furthermore, they are poised to roll this out across the globe with the world's population data being controlled and owned by the CCP. Join us now for this and the world's counter moves in China's new digital currency and why this matters. I am Mark Russick and you are listening to The Russick Outlook. As always, just my opinion. Hello, this is Mark Russick. You're listening to The Russick Outlook. Thank you for joining us today. Very appreciative of your time. Certainly recognize the value in in you sitting down or listening or watching wherever it is that that you're gleaming this information from. I hope and trust that you find the value in this as it is my intent to present this with information that hopefully uh, we can grow from and learn from and potentially share with others if we think the value is there. So uh, today we're going to be talking about China's new digital currency, why this matters. This is the close of a mini two-part series that I'm doing on the nation of China and and why China. Well, I I find things in the Bible that could be pointing in a direction, particularly in in recent developments that we've seen over the past 10 years or so, um, citing in particular uh, Revelation 9, verses 13 through 19. This is where uh, the the, uh, vision that the Apostle John sees and it's talking about uh, an army of 200 million people uh, that has to cross the great river Euphrates that ultimately is supernaturally dried up by the Lord. And China is the only nation that's even remotely close to being able to boast uh, an army of 200 million. It has confirmed that uh, on several occasions, you know, dating back to as far as 1965. So they have it. And if they were to uh, crossover in, into the Middle East and into the area of Israel, uh, the, a large part of that army and contingent would, ne- would need to be able to cross the river Euphrates. In addition to that, uh, the Apostle John talks about uh, seeing this army of fiery red and of blue and of sulfur yellow. And, and if you look, at, you know, most people will know the, the Chinese national flag is a bright red with a uh, a vibrant yellow and their uniforms in some parts of the different divisions is a very uh, majestic blue with with the red and yellow. So just as he describes, um, it, does it necessarily guarantee it? No, uh, but but again, all, all you know, e- everything kind of falls into place. So that's you know one of the reasons I wanted to look uh, at the nation of China plus. So many developments and what we've seen, uh, you know, really lines up and, and makes us at least makes me want to open up my eyes and see and, and 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 try to get a good understanding as to what's going on there and how potentially that may uh, line up with the book of Revelation. Because as the apostle says, why? Because the time is near. And Jesus also says that when you see these signs, look up for your redemption draws nigh. So there are some signs there that I think are worth uh, t- taking a look at. Um, as always, I really please, if you could hit the like and subscribe button, it very much helps us, uh, get the information out there and hit ring that bell. Also, um, 
share the information if you could share the information if again if you think this is of value and people can learn and grow from it or or uh would be able to take the next step in their walks you know whatever that may be um and and, and again this is always about getting the truth out getting to the heart of the matter so i'm going to be looking at a lot of things today that are very very current right up into the month of july 2021 which is what i'm uh when, when i'm recording this and uh, I'm, I'm going to point out developments that I think are, are pretty uh, um, earth shattering, if you know, if you will. And so let, let, let's get into it. So the digital currency uh, is called the WAN, uh, uh, Y-U-A-N, uh, silent Y. Uh, so what exactly is that? It's effectively a way for the central bank of China, which is owned by the or run by the uh, Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. It'll digitate, uh, digitize uh, banknotes and, and coins in, that are in circulation. Uh, they, the, the Chinese markets are very advanced for cashless payments, as so many other countries are. And, you know, we all see this, you know, every, everybody's getting more and more used to a cashless society. It's almost become abnormal to say, oh, yeah, I'd like to pay cash for that. Uh, so the digital one is a way that the Chinese government sees, sees to speed up this process of where they're heading. Uh, this will be a legal tender in China with no interest uh, to be paid on it. It's been in development since 2014. Uh, so this is this is not new, but now it's being rolled out. And why? Because, you know, they see things and they're looking at things decades in advance. And we'll see, you know, what a lot of that mission and vision is on their part. Um, but they, they've been spearheading this work, which is the People's Bank of China, otherwise known as the, as the PBOC for more acronyms, and that it is the so-called digital bank currency, which is called the CBDC, which aims to replace the cash that's in circulation. And again, these real trials are underway. I'm going to cover some of that. Um, but, you know, this, this is what it is and what we're looking at. And again, this is 2021. It's, it's in process, and you'll see just how close around the corner it is and why you may want, well, why we really should be concerned and aware of what's going on. So have you ever wondered, you know, for those who are familiar with the book of Revelation about the passage where it says in Revelation 13 that no man might buy or sell save he had the mark. So China right now is on the cusp of launching a digital currency that would give the the communist uh, regime total control over the Chinese people. So this may be a platform or a mechanism that 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 moves it forward. Um so according to the Bible, the government would be able to restrict the population so that you cannot buy or sell unless you have this particular mark. So China's move towards this cashless society just may be the answer. This is where the entire world is being set up for this kind of uh, government control. Their, their aim is to replace cash with digital currency controlled by the, the Chinese bank controlled and ostensibly to is controlled by the government. Uh, they have said uh, that it expects to be pretty much a cashless society in the future. No surprise there. Lots of governments are looking at this. Um, and, you know, just think about taking your Apple Watch and just, you know, going over if you're in a store and just kind of rolling your wrist over a machine. And, and that quickly, that information gets uh, brought up into the cloud where they have your financial data and the transaction goes forth. 
But what's interesting here is this is now the government that will have the control. So the government will be able to issue it through the bank that they own, they control, they run. So they'll be able to monitor everybody's financial transactions. They'll be able to see what they're spending, where they're spending it, how they're spending it, and they'll be able to monitor them. Um, so this gives Beijing the power to track all spending in real time. Um, they'll, this, this will now open up the door where the Chinese Communist Party will be able to look into every transaction 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, how can that affect you or how can that maybe affect other people in China, particularly if you're a Christian? Uh, so if you're a Christian or a human rights activist, you know that this is being looked down upon and, and there are potentially penalties to be paid for it. So the authorities can now use this technology to punish you. They can shut you down. They can stop your cash. They can prohibit you from buying or purchasing or exchanging, or maybe you're a merchant uh, and, and selling some of your goods or your services. So this ability gives the government something that they've never had before. Because it basically, if, the, if, if, if a company says that they wanted to shut you down, they can, you know, you, you know, maybe you can't do business or you can do business with a certain company. But now the Chinese government allow, can do this through all different companies. So with this kind of uh, flip of the switch, if you will, they can force people to get in line. And if they don't get in line, they cut off the access to the money. So the Chinese government uh, on many fronts restricts what the population can do and cannot do today. No surprise here. Today, there is no right of assembly. There is no religious freedom. There is no uh, political speech that's acceptable. If, if there's any speech that's critical of the government or the way they run things, you're shut down. Just if, if, if you're not sure about it, uh, because we don't get a lot of that information out of China, but you do, you see what's been going on in Hong Kong for the past couple of years. You see the atrocities there. You see the freedom fighters there. You see what's happened to this this wonderful nation, this tiny island, but these beautiful people and, and the powerhouse that Hong Kong is, but it, it's, it's nothing, you know, I shouldn't say nothing, but, you know, compared to what China's bringing to the table and, and they're, they're bringing this legend hammer. They, you know, they're shutting it down and, you know, they're putting people in jail and, and, and they're censoring people. And if you don't get in line, you know, you're cut off. So we know that that's part of their uh, habits or part of their mantra today. So just imagine if a government steps out of line, you can now turn off the money. So, you know, what they're doing potentially in Hong Kong, they, they'll be able to use this as further leverage, if you will, which is why this is so important. And this is not just going to be re relegated to, uh, to China. It's, going, it's now impacting uh, uh, the Federal Reserve. They've already started um, wor working on their, their prototypes being developed for digital currency in the United States. I should say... You know, one of the things that, that China wants to do is they want to usurp the, the American dollar. It is the standard by which we exchange around the world. It is the number one standard, and they want to take it over. So that's the aim of this digital currency that they run, they own, they want to take down the American dollar. No surprise there. You know, the, the United States government is a tremendous obstacle towards many that envision the global world government that we know inevitably will come, uh, the United States form of government, our Christian principles, our structures, our freedoms, 
are is is a large deterrent to what the globalists want to do and and you know how they want to move forward all that to say um the the United States government, the Federal Reserve, sees this, so they're uh, working to counteract what they see is happening in China and other countries. But certainly, China, with you know its size, its magnitude, one of the three great superpowers you know in the world, and uh, obviously this is raising eyebrows in Washington D.C. Um, plus the fact that just think about the the tremendous debt and how we're just. Uh, running up these multi-trillion-dollar deficits, it's it in, inevitably it has to come down. The house of cards will eventually come down. I believe China is banking on it, pun intended, and and they want to be able to move in and and take that open lane that they think uh, will come. So this is how I would view that is a potential where you get the fulfillment of this particular Bible verse, where you cannot buy or sell without the mark. And and I'll get into. Um, a little bit of the other possible technologies that could be used in in this uh, um, scripture, but you, you see that the the uh, the game plan is laid out, and a lot of the technology is already there, and it's in place. So, inter- interestingly enough, this is far closer than you think. Um, eventually, the United States and other foreign companies doing business in China they will be required to use this digital wand. Uh, these are competitive issues. They have they bring with it cybersecurity and privacy issues. Why? Because we're handing over our data to the Chinese Communist Party. If we are participating in the digital yuan, that means we're exchanging our dollar. Now, just consider that the Chinese ren, renminbi. I'm sorry, is number eight in the world, where the dollar is number one. The yuan will be the the mechanism that will be able to. Uh, be utilized in in the digital markets representing the renminbi. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, but there, Beijing's e- e- e ambition is to eventually um, supplant the global dominance of the American dollar with the digital yuan. The big concern for us internationally is, especially for the United States, um, it, this is a very very strategic initiative that has been put forth by the Chinese government. Uh, it's called a fintech, which is otherwise known as a financial technology development. Uh, the issue is that China is thinking decades in advance. They always are. This is a long-term game plan, as with a lot of our other adversaries uh, you know, that, that we see. They think long-term. Uh, I think in America, where I'm from, you know, a lot of it is, is, is the immediate. Um, so the other interesting aspect is... Uh, this month, David, the Chinese government announced that they're going to roll this out. They're putting in $6 million roughly into different families' hands in and around the Beijing area. They have two different bank apps that they're going to roll out, and they're going to start putting this into the test markets, roll some of the kinks out, if you will, uh, where it will debut on the world stage right around the corner in the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics. See, so, you know, here they not only fight for uh, the the uh, uh, the right to have these Olympics, but there's another uh, strategy behind there where they'll be able to roll this out into the world. Uh, you know, th- th- this is something that the United States is very very concerned about, and why? Because this is, enables rogue nations to be able to skirt economic sanctions. Think about this. 
Um, the American 45th president used Iran uh, economic sanctions against Iran to try to get them to move closer to, you know, or further away, I should say, from, from being a nuclear powerhouse. Well, Beijing can turn around and offer this platform, uh, offer the Digital One platform as a way of getting around the sanctions and not hurting or, or impacting the nation as much. For those who don't know, uh, um, China recently, you know, engaged in a uh, $425 billion deal with, with Iran because Iran was, is hurting for money, obviously, because of the sanctions. And China would needs the Middle East oil, but then it also opens up uh, a road for them into the Middle East. Um, so that's in play. You, so, you, you know, you can think about North Korea, think about Burma, think about other countries uh, that are more adversarial. This enables China to now get in there. But the, the other aspect of this is if they share this information with them and they open up the store and they allow this currency to be distributed in these nations, that central database goes back to China. So now all of a sudden the Chinese Communist Party has all of the information leverage of the entire population of these countries. So it really becomes a global um, uh, spider, if you will, where it's just brand, it has all these different branches potentially reaching out. And, and again, China is just key to uh, getting all of the data and information, having all your banking information, having your uh, private information and, and the power that that brings. So this is not just relegated to the nation of China, the people of China, and the freedoms that are being taken away from them. Now you see that China's arms are branching out. So consider you know, all of these other countries in Africa, Middle East, elsewhere, they will be in line or potentially be controlled or, or in, in partnership with China, but China being the dominant partner. So this has far, far-reaching implications across the globe. It's right around the corner. It's here. Now, this does not mean that you don't have other situations that are similar or other uh, companies and, and, and businesses that are moving towards other areas of, uh, of, of financial markets and digital markets. They are, you know, we've talked a lot about that before. Um, you know, just think about the Bitcoin and, and all, all the information there, but those are privately run businesses. And then we also see that, you know, the, the attraction is these millionaires and billionaires overnight, but these are private companies that can get shut down in a heartbeat. They're being uh, uh, bribed. They're being taken down by uh, other cyber bullies, if you will. Other, you know, Russia is potentially involved in some of these other companies being taken down through the Bitcoin, through other uh, uh, areas of digital currency. But again, this is happening Elsewhere, I don't want to say that this is the end all or the means all, and this is exactly what Revelation is pointing to, but there's there's a lot of similarities here. So let me just, you know, kind of bring you up to speed if you're not familiar with a lot of what's been going on uh, as far as COVID-19 and some of the developments there and how that may impact the economies, how that may impact uh, global currencies, how that may uh, ha- have an, an effect on you and wh- where you spend, how you spend your access to your money. Um, it's, it's really a lot of this is digital transhumanism. Um, 
and and I'm going to show you a a potential business model in a minute of how the COVID-19 vaccine uh, potentially can play a role in this uh, because it's an injection that they're trying to track you. They're tracing you. Everybody knows this now. So if you've taken the vaccine, and I'm not talking about the pros and cons of that at all right now. If you've taken it, you need to take it. You know, that's that's everybody has their own choices to make uh, for a variety of reasons, health reasons, where you work. Maybe it's uh, a mandate from from your employer, you know, et cetera. That's not what I'm talking about, but I am talking about or referencing the technology that's in use for this. Um, So if they take that, if you take that injection, that means you are hooked up to the financial system because they have your data. And and again, I'll show you the business model in a second of of how this can be rolled out. Um, But the the lockdown that, that we saw dramatically impacted the economy and it enabled an, an immense amount of political control all across, all around the world, all different nations. I'm an American. I saw the government control here. It's it's just astounding, all of the freedoms that are being eliminated. Um, so that's just an, an opportunity that I think a lot of these globalists saw. Uh, they are pushing this towards uh, transhumanism by putting these injections in, hooking you up, digitally identifying you, digitally letting you know potentially whether you can do business or not. Um, you know, you, you see it today. Uh, they could they could ban you from traveling or they could say you can't travel into certain areas. And what happens is they have your data. They have, it's not necessarily always about the medical aspect of it or the physical aspect of it or the health. It, it has to do with knowing this information, who you are, where you are, what you are, and your finances. Um, so this all goes up into a central cloud base. And, you know, hopefully if you're listening, uh, you know, so many people, you were familiar with what the cloud is. I don't know that everybody always necessarily understands it, but, you know, picture, if you will, a, a lot of these larger companies of Microsoft and Amazon, they have these servers that all of these businesses uh, will store and, and, and move their information in and out of offsite. They don't have to necessarily want, worry about paying for a lot of these uh, physical locations. It, it offers up a whole host of different uh, opportunities. But it, it everybody is tied to it. So you everybody has access to the cloud. All of the different nations of the world, all of the different continents, every continent in the world has access to the cloud via technology, whether it's satellite, 5G, fiber. You know, it, it, it's all there. All of the technologies are there. So another interesting thing that I saw is the Department of Defense in the United States uh, opened up cloud contracts with Microsoft, Amazon, and uh, Lidos. These are big, uh, basically CIA or intelligence-based contracts. So you know the 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 government has this uh, ability already in the cloud. This is the United States. You know you can bet a whole host of other countries are there, if not a lot more than than we're aware of. Um, but this gives us unprecedented control where if you have a major situation like a, a, a COVID-19, they can come in and they can take over. They can take over businesses. They can or partner with businesses. We certainly see that today. Um, then, you know, you have what I call Mr. Global. He can use this technology to move robotics, software, artificial intelligence that only few people can control. Uh, and, and, you know, the fewer people can control it, it enables mass control of the general population. Um, 
let me give you an example of, of how this can influence and impact you. Uh, should be no secret that the federal government wants to take your guns. And, you know, they've been trying this for many, many, many years. And this kind of power and this kind of leverage and this kind of uh, economic power will enable them to do that. It will enable them to uh, know where you're buying, you know, and, and who you're buying from. And, you know, maybe they shut you down. Maybe they don't let you have access unless you give up those guns. I'm painting a scenario. I'm not, you know, I'm giving you examples of what could be. I'm not saying, you know, to scare people. That's certainly not the case. What I am trying to do is alert you to the fact that technology is here. Systems are in place. Governments are moving very, 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 very fast to get these, these uh, mechanisms in play that I think eventually would lead to what we see in the book of Revelation, which inevitably, you know, for Christians, you know, you know that there will eventually be a one world government. And I, so I see a lot of these things uh, moving into play. COVID-19 had a huge impact on it. Um, and then just think about the control that eventually did happen because of COVID-19. Let's face it, that's a biological attack. Uh, the nation of China, you know, issued a biological attack on the U.S. and other countries around the world, dramatically impacting the economies, the health, the fear, you know, instituting fear like I've never seen. Um, and they could not have, uh, without question, you know, they could not have stopped the Trump landslide that was inevitable um, with, without instituting or in, in inserting, I should say, uh, COVID-19. You know, whether that was intentionally let loose at this time or whether that... Um, you know, uh, w was meant for the future or whatever. I'm not going to debate all of that. All I am going to say is, you know, uh, a lot of the silliness and the nonsense that we've seen over the years or the past year and a half that a lot of the media would allow you to or try to make you believe, you know, we know that it came from uh, the, the Wuhan lab. We know that our government had a role in financing a lot of that and that it was it's a man-made virus. It's not coming from a bat. And, you know, so it's a weapon. Let's put it that way. So again, I just wanted to give you a very brief closing example. Hopefully, if you're watching this on video, I can show you. If you're listening uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and some of the other podcast platforms, I'll try to describe it, um, where this digital currency, whether it's Beijing, New York, Babylon, whatever you want to think, or, or you know, could be a combination of them all. The, again, they want to take down the, the American dollar, replace it with a digital credit, but I wanted to bring in the example of uh, the the vaccine. Um, I'm, you know, this is not the mark of the beast. It's, it's not even close. You know, but I think a lot of the uh, um, they're kind of greasing the skids, if you will, to learning a lot of what they would need to do. Uh, you know, enrolling some things out because, again, they want to identify where you are with this, whether you've taken it or not, whether your spouse has taken it, whether your children have taken it. But it's really, it's, I equate it to being an operating system. It's not, you know, your Windows, but, but think Windows. Think how that, you know, brings you down because it gives you that nanotechnology that knows where you are, what you're doing, what you're spending, and whether you've taken this vaccine or not. And it's injected uh, into your body, whether it's, you know, the wrist in the, in the future or the forehead. Um, but think of it as... Uh, you know, when you get an update or a firmware upgrade or a software upgrade, they'll be able to via um, via the cloud that they have access to you from fiber, from satellite, from 5G, whatever it is, 
they'll be able to give you firmware updates, so to speak. So, you know, more information or tweak the, 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 the program that, that that's working you. And again, you know, this allows you then to go into your family, your family's family and so forth and so on. I'm giving examples. I've kind of drawn out a business model of what it could look like. I'm not saying it's there, but the technology is there. But if you look at this, I say, I give you the image of uh, what could be the Assyrian or he's what he's usually called in, in, in the Bible, the Antichrist, Satan, the dragon. Um, this is where, you know, one man can have that potential type of power. And, and, and it's right there. It's right around the corner. It's far closer than you think. And I, I just wanted to point this information out. This is why we should be concerned about uh, the digital one, why we should be praying for the people of China, while we should be uh, praying for people in the Middle East or allegiances with them, the pact that we now see with China and Iran. Um, and, you know, I mentioned this before. Interestingly enough, the, 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 ins, the, the greatest uh, growth that we see in, in the worldwide churches today happens to be in some of the most oppressed regimes, China in particular, Iran, the churches, the underground churches where they have to meet. They can't meet in public because they're shut down. They're, a lot of the churches are burned. Uh, a lot of instances, they're flogged, they're beaten, they're murdered. Um, but so, you know, where this prevalence or this uh, outpouring of evil is, you know, the Lord is just showing up so, so wonderfully. So uh, please keep them in your prayers. Do whatever you can. Think about, you know, maybe giving offerings to areas or ministries that are supporting different uh, underground churches, whether it's printing them or getting them in their uh, native languages, things like that. Uh, you know, we, 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 we've got to be doing everything we can. So I, I just wanted to present this information again because I believe, as the apostle wrote in the book of Revelation, the time is near. And, you know, Jesus said, you know, look up, your redemption draws nigh. So I wanted to close by what I think is important with the book of Daniel. Uh, in Daniel 12.4, the, the angel Gabriel says, Daniel, shut up the words, seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall increase. Knowledge is growing exponentially at incredible rates and they are able to quantify this. Um, the first amount of knowledge doubled uh, in the Industrial Revolution by the mid-20th century. It doubled a second time. So, you know, think about 1950s, 1960s, 20 years later, it doubles again. Then in 1990, you know, with the push for computers, it doubles again. 1995, it doubles again. Today, where we stand, it's doubling roughly every 18 to 24 months. Um, that's how quickly this information is moving. Think about, you know, the IBM computers and mainframes in the 1980s to where that amount of information and data is so sophisticated today that microprocessor can fit on your fingertip or that microchip. Um, think about 20th century. You know, we went from ho uh, horse and buggies to cars to planes. Now they can control as many as 7,000 planes in the air at one time. I'm sitting here in, in July, and just last week, uh, Virgin Atlantic uh, w went into space. So, you, you know, we're, we're just... It, it, and, and I say all this because everything that I mentioned previously concerning the economy, concerning the digital currency, concerning the technology could not have been available even five years ago. But that's how fast knowledge is moving. That's how fast knowledge is increasing. 
And, and so it's really, you know, just as the prophets had written, just as the prophets had written thousands of years ago, not really unknowing or understanding some of these things, but yet we see it and we're, I think, privileged to be living in such a time as this to see and experience a lot of what I, I, I see these, these prophecies coming to pass. So I'd just like to close by thanking you for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, if there's any questions or comments, shoot me an email, russickoutlook at gmail.com, uh, or, or prayer requests, or you know, just you know, anything that's on your heart, uh, particularly if you don't know the Lord, and if any of this information you know, registered with you that, you know, hey, maybe it is time, I, I promise you, if you just ask him in your heart, you'll get an answer. And feel free to email me or, you know, look for any churches in your area. I'm sure there are so many that would be willing to help you. So, again, thank you for your time. Uh, You've been listening to The Rustic Outlook. And remember, as always, just my opinion.